You Can Handle Anything, episode number 284. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with the difficult situations in your life without blaming and complaining and without getting mad at yourself for losing control. Hi, this is Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions. But I also know that being able to control your emotions in the moment is the most empowering way to live. In this podcast, you will learn skills, tips, and strategies on how to handle everyday emotional situations, not only so you can feel more in control and have fewer automatic reactions, but so that you can actually be the person you truly want to be in any situation, no matter what. Thank you so much for tuning in. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to be here today and to share with you a new format for my podcast, which I'm going to be implementing starting this week. So first of all, I led a workshop this past Sunday, and one of the things I heard from some of the people who missed it was that they needed more time to know about it, because the truth of the matter is I kind of announced last minute. And so after the workshop, what I decided I was going to do from now on was to plan the topic for the next month immediately once that workshop ends. And then I'll share that information with you in my weekly newsletter so you have enough time to put it on your calendar and save your spot to be able to come to the workshop. Now, regarding the topics of the workshops, what I did a few days ago was I sat down for quite a long time and I came up with a nice list of very specific topics related to the work that I do with emotional well-being. And I'm going to give you some examples. So one is feel better in any moment, how to deal with anxious people and stop taking things personally. Another one is how to stop avoiding difficult conversations and start embracing them instead. Another one is the art of forgiveness, how to let go of grudges and forgive people who hurt you. Another one is unlocking connection, five tips to feel more love in your marriage, family, and friendships. Another one is how to master your emotions, five simple steps to stop letting your emotions hijack your life. And one more is goodbye self-sabotage, how to release fear of failure and show up with confidence. And like I said, I have so many more. So what I did was I created that list and then I created a form and I sent it out to a number of people who subscribed to my newsletter. And many of those people responded and I thank you if you were one of them. And I found it fascinating to see which workshops people were really interested in. By the way, if you didn't receive that form and you would like to send in your preferences to me, you can send me a DM on Instagram and I will send you that link right away. But anyway, I looked over the first 20 or so responses that came in and the workshop that got the most clicks was the workshop that was called Stop the Urges, How to Handle Emotional Eating the Moment It Hits You. And so I decided that that is going to be the topic for the next month, which you can save the date already right now. It's going to be on Sunday, October 30th at two o'clock Eastern Standard Time, six o'clock London time, eight o'clock Jerusalem time. And if you know already that you want to come to this workshop and you want to save your spot, you can also send me a DM in Instagram and I will send you that link to enroll. Okay, so what I'm going to be doing in this month and all of the future months is dedicating four episodes to this one topic, whatever the topic is, as a way to really explore this topic with you and do a deep dive into it and really get you thinking. 
And of course, if the topic really does interest you and you're looking to create a change in your life regarding this area, that you'll join me live for the workshop for that month, which by the way, are really great opportunities for us to meet and for you to be introduced to my amazing community. Okay, so one more thing before I get into this episode, and that is to say that I am not a dietitian. I am not a health or a fitness coach. I am nothing of the sort. I am an emotional well-being coach. And the reason that I feel confident to speak about this topic or any of the other topics that you're going to hear me speak about in the future is because there is an emotional element to absolutely everything we do in life. And from my perspective, it's our emotions that we need to really be focusing on and understanding and working with much better than we do right now. Because when we don't understand our emotions, they end up having control over us when it doesn't need to be that way. Okay, so on to emotional eating. So what is emotional eating? As humans, we don't always eat just to satisfy physical hunger, right? Many people turn to food for comfort or stress relief. And when we do that, we tend to reach for things that, you know, they're quick and easy to eat, they are fast food, it's maybe unhealthy, it has a lot of sugar in it. And if that's not enough, when we do that, we also tend to eat a lot more than what we would otherwise eat, right? For example, if you reach for ice cream, you may find yourself eating the entire carton or, you know, half a box of cookies or the entire box or anything of the sort. And the problem is, is that we do this to feel better, right? Because we're trying to fill this emotional need. And the problem is, is that the act of emotional eating doesn't fix emotional needs. And in fact, it actually tends to make it worse. So let me give you an example of what that cycle of emotional eating can look like. Let's say that something happens to you. Let's say that your boss or your spouse or a friend, you know, someone just said something to you that was really hurtful and you suddenly have this overwhelming urge to eat. And so you eat, but you eat emotionally, right? Because you're eating to kind of feed that emotion. And then you end up eating way more than you should. And then what happens is you end up feeling guilty or ashamed or mad at yourself that you did that when you didn't really want to. And what that leads you to is feeling upset again about something. And then the cycle continues from the start. Can you see that? Something happens, you eat, you feel badly that you did that, that upsets you, and then you eat again. The problem is, like I said, emotional hunger can't be filled with food. And yet people who consider themselves emotional eaters, they continue to do this act of emotionally eating, thinking it's going to heal the emotional situation that they're in. And to be honest, you will feel good temporarily, but it's only temporary. You'll feel good in the moment while you're you know, eating that ice cream or that box of cookies because you're gonna get a hit of dopamine from that food. But the emotion that you were dealing with is still gonna be there waiting for you when you're done eating. Okay, so I just wanna pause for a second because in case you're not aware if you tend to be an emotional eater, I wanna give you some prompts to guide you. If you answer yes to any of them, you might consider yourself an emotional eater. Do you eat more when you feel stressed? Yes or no? Do you eat when you're not hungry or when you are already full? Yes or no? 
Do you eat to feel better? Like, do you eat to feel calm or to soothe yourself when you're feeling sad or disappointed or frustrated or anxious? Do you regularly eat until you are stuffed? Do you feel powerless or out of control around food? You know, I have a friend who considers herself an emotional eater, and she believes that there is nothing that she can do about it. This is what she says to me. She says, Shira, there are two kinds of people in the world. There's the people who eat to live, and then there's the people who live to eat. I'm the second one, and there's nothing I can do about it. And when I hear my friend say this to me, you know, another problem that I see when it comes to emotional eating is the belief that if you are doing this right now in your life, if you are experiencing yourself doing emotional eating, that you're going to have this problem forever. As if you don't have a choice about it, right? As if you were doomed by your history, by who your family is or where they came from to have this problem forever. And you're also going to be doomed to pass this on to your children and their children and their children. Now, I just want to stop for a second, and I want you really to consider what I just said. Does that make any sense to you whatsoever? That if you find yourself emotionally eating right now, that you are doomed to have that problem for the rest of your life? Because this is one of the biggest problems when it comes to emotional eating, the belief that there's nothing you can do about it, and that you are not powerful to overcome it, and that you are set in your ways, and that you just need to accept it. And the reason that this is a problem is because the reality that you experience in your life starts with how you think about things. And so whatever you think is going to be the direction that you take in your life. And so if you believe that you're an emotional eater and you're always going to be an emotional eater the rest of your life, that's the reality that you're going to experience for yourself. And so what we're going to do over the course of this month together is really understand what the true problem is. Because I can tell you now, the true problem is not the food itself. The only thing that emotional eating actually has to do with food is the fact that you are using food to deal with your emotions. But quite honestly, it could be anything else that you are using to deal with your emotions, right? It could be alcohol or smoking or drugs or your phone or Netflix, or shopping on Amazon, or anything else. The problem has nothing to do with the food. The problem has to do with how you're handling your emotions. And this, by the way, is why diets don't work. It's because diets don't get to the source of the real problem. They only try to solve the symptoms, and I'm going to get into that next week. Emotional eating has nothing to do with food, except that you're using it, but it has a lot to do with other things, and that is something we're going to continue to explore together over the next few weeks on this podcast, and then on Sunday, October 30th at the Stop the Urges workshop. And I would love to meet you live and workshop through this topic together with you. If you're on my newsletter, you already received an email about the workshop, and you can save your spot now. If you're not on my newsletter, like I said earlier, send me a DM and I will send you the link so you can join. I really look forward to sharing with you more of my thoughts and experiences with emotional eating because I will tell you that I have gone from a place of being an emotional eater and really trying to solve this problem mostly through dieting only to find the truth about what was really going on and how to truly solve it. And once I did, everything shifted for me. And so what I'd like to leave you with today is the next time you eat, 
take a stop and just ask yourself, why am I eating? Are you eating to satisfy hunger or are you eating for another reason? That should give you enough to think about until next time. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me, wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Hello? Hello? Oh, hi, you're one of my podcast listeners, and you wanted to talk to me about being able to handle something in your life. Well, as you know, this is a podcast, so it is kind of like a one-way conversation, but it doesn't have to be like that. When you enroll in my group coaching program, Emotionally Equipped for Life, you will not only have lifetime access to all of my tips, skills, and strategies for being able to handle the everyday emotional situations in your life, you'll have the experience of being in a community of other like-minded women who are going on this journey with you. And you'll meet me live each week to offer you support and to maximize the impact my tools can have in your life. You can sign up right away by heading to my website for details, shiragura.com forward slash enroll. Or if you'd like some more details, click the link in the show notes below to watch my free class. And then you can sign up right from there. I cannot wait to see you on the inside.